Hello and welcome to the show for today, July sixteenth. Uh, uh, um, yeah, the DFS underscore PhD show, and we're beginning with we're up high, we're celebrating, we're dancing, a little off screen dancing with the bucket hat today, getting excited. You can see right over here if you're on the on the audio. Let me fill you in. We are now sun running again. We're going across various levels of both gambling and life. And yesterday we took some of our luck out in life. And I, I had my first ever hole-in-one. Uh, it says 115 on the sign, but it was a little bit past middle on the left. So I, I counted as 118 is about what I was I was playing it. Give you some more of these, uh, some more of the breakdown. But we're dancing. We're still living off this. Hole-in-one, baby. You can see how close the divot was, and then I pulled it back like it was Mario Golf. The, um, the hole was over this way. Um, yeah, so we're just celebrating mostly that. We got some screenshots as well. We got some other stuff as well. But I just want to make sure at the top, I'm saying, hey, you're good enough, you're strong enough, and gosh darn it, somebody's got to make that money. But hey, somebody could go out there and uh, hit a hole in one too. You know, if you're getting them close all the time, I will say that like two holes later, I had a divot that was even closer to the hole. It was like right here, but then it spun back. And so it wound up a tap in bird. But anyway. It's been a very, very positive couple of days in life, uh, weeks, months. I mean, like, you know, the writer's strike happens. We're worried, oh, gosh, how are we going to make money? I win $100,000, and we're not worried about that anymore. So it's been a pretty pretty solid little little while here. And, hey, writers, I'm going to be bringing food out to you guys every now and again on the weekends and stuff. And actors, too. Congratulations to everybody. In about three months, you got to wait one quarter, and in exactly three months, it's going to be a lot of heat on all those capitalists. So if you guys can all just pack it in for three months, you're going to be fine. Okay, so yeah, we're going to have a summer of fun, summer of content uh, for, for various sports, starting with baseball. We'll also do soccer content because I think I get the slates early enough. I would do tennis, but the slates are just weird. Like they post them in the afternoon. I like tennis. Maybe I'll, maybe I'll start tweeting about it in the evening or something if you like tennis. But anyway, I also do NASCAR and MMA just because I understand how to do the DFS of it. But I'm not giving that away. That's, <laughs> I got some stuff I got to keep behind. I'm not even a paywall. I'm just not telling people at all. <laughs> so you should look for the high, um, yeah, the the high EV competitions, and then develop a strategy. But to an extent, I have to have some book that is like, yeah, I'll tell you what you know I'm doing. But this was so fun yesterday, man. Me and BP were racing the whole game. And then at the very end, who was it? Um, that guy, I don't remember, he didn't win it for me. He won it for BP. So if you want me $2,000, I'm going to be excited. Look at this, 0.25 away from $500 more. I could pretend I'm not sun running. You know, I could pretend, oh, you know, nobody runs worse, right? That would be hilarious for me to do at this point with my, like, 250% ROI lifetime or whatever. Almost nobody runs that good, especially with the amount I have played, so. I'm very aware of that, and I'm never going to say nobody runs worse. But this wasn't, I mean, this wasn't luck. I was a solo third with Kamara as the captain. Kamara was the captain. 76% of people played him. How did you wind up with a unique lineup? Same for BP. Incredible job. I mean, the way he did it was, um, the way I did it was with Hunt, and he did it with the backup to the backup shooting guard or something, who he had seen a lot of TikToks of. And so... I mean, bully to him, but actually, yeah, I got that up on my uh, my Twitter as well. We had a little back and forth yesterday. 
Uh, yeah, I was whining about the uh, Scottish Open. German. Yeah, Eugene German. That's the guy who it was yesterday who won him all the money. That was really fun, though. I mean, I honestly, yeah. I, mean, I had as much fun losing $2,000 yesterday to BP as I did during the finals when I won $100,000 and then 20 the next competition. It's just so fun when every shot – I love these showdowns that are like – like NASCAR is not fun because one, one crash could ruin it. But at the end of these showdowns, if they've got good scoring, you're just like every possession, you're like, oh, no, oh, no. Like BP, like I can't imagine if he hadn't hit that three, the Eugene German, the very last thing he had done before that was miss a layup. And if he had missed that layup, now that I'm seeing this, shit, <laughs> I probably should have been cheering a little harder for him to miss that layup after a stat correction. Oh, no. Wait, 3.5. Yeah, he had me either way. Right. They would have tied for first if if he had missed that layup and no other stats had happened. So, but then he made the three in garbage time to to pull it off for him. So, legacy game for sure. That was really really fun though. What an incredible! <laughs> and here I haven't even talked about baseball. I did win some money at baseball yesterday too, just not as much as I did at WNBA. And also, the luck in life with the hole in one man. I'm still shaking. You can see this. Like you see it throughout the video. I'm just feeling so so good. Won a bunch of tickets. I'm up to 12 now for golf. We're going to get 20 at least. Probably, maybe I'll go to 30. I got a good process. I want 30 shots in a million dollars. This week I had two lineups with McIntyre. I think we have that in here too. Yeah. I have these, I have two lineups like this with McIntyre, Fleetwood, Scheffler, and guess on the final day who makes two final birdies, who finally pulls it off. Rory finally nuts up and does something. Of course he does. It's not a major. See if he does it again next week. And here's a hint. I'm not betting on it. This is a pretty big emotional high for him this week, beating a Scott Scotland guy in Scotland. But anyway, I <laughs> don't know why I'm talking about that Scotch-Irish relations. I'm sure that's great. I don't even know if that's right. I don't know any of these nationalities or care at all. So, okay, I think I've covered all my ranting and raving here. You've got to do the showdowns, man. It's just money on the table. Look at this. One, two, three. No, that was NASCAR. But two out of like four short slates yesterday, I was taking down at least a qualifier, or at least a satellite. And I'm taking like two minutes with this. This is the easiest money, I mean, besides Sims, that is out there. Speaking of, nine o'clock. Okay. Make sure I have time to make this video before I, I get the actual gambling up over here too. Because I like to say this is part of my process and uh, not missing any deadlines is also part of the process. Nine o'clock. Okay. Uh, okay. Yeah. So I got to make a few lineups for nine o'clock, but I should be fine. I got like, yeah. Okay, so we're doing first the breakdown. We'll do some review now. We've done our celebrations. Hopefully you're feeling good. Maybe I've brought you up a level, um, but you should be feeling good anyway because if you haven't had luck yet, you just haven't used up your luck yet. And probably it's been some dumb stuff. This is summer league. This is like middle of baseball season. So even if it doesn't turn around for a month or two, just keep your allocation reasonable. You shouldn't be playing beyond your means anyway. That's part of the whole responsible gambling thing. Make sure you're playing whatever you feel comfortable with. Because eventually, like assuming you know your numbers, and I'll pull this up like I do at least once a week, to make sure everybody knows what numbers are and what I'm talking about. I'm talking about get your filter out, say, how am I doing relative to everybody else? And 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 see if you are outperforming. And for me, I'm outperforming every single bucket between 2.8 and 0.2. So the fact that I haven't won big is obviously due to this underperforming 0.1 bucket but I don't think that's due to like 
any structural deficiency in baseball because I'm massively outperforming every single other bucket in the, in the like big payout range on the, on the, the ladder. So I think it's just a matter of time. I just need to get a little lucky. Cashed in a little bit of that luck yesterday, but I hope I cash in this luck as long as we're doing the $3. Um, but yeah, this is in the cumulative finish position uh, portion of your Roto Tracker. You should hash it by various sports. See how you're doing. See if you really are unlucky or if you're really bad. Like <laughs> maybe I should show you what being bad looks like, but then I have to reveal a weakness. So I don't want to do that. But I told you earlier, I'm not, not, not pro at some of these sports. Yeah, okay. I'll show you my NHL graph. <laughs> This, this is what it looks like when you're bad at something, um, but you still like it because it's a fun sport. Yeah, that's what it looks like when you're bad at something and you know you shouldn't be doing it, but nonetheless, yep, that's what it looks like when you don't got no idea what you're doing. I knew it. I didn't put a lot of money behind NHL. I got massive missing buckets here in pretty important finishing, <laughs> all of them. I, I Something's missing from my process for NHL and I know it. But anyway, so that this is an example of how it would look if you don't got no idea what's going on. And yeah, I guess I should show you what it looks like. This is what it looks like if you maybe are going to win $100,000. <laughs> so I knew like months before I won the uh, $100,000 for NBA that it was coming because, I mean, I'm outperforming every single bucket. So as long as that happens, I'm going to win. And it just so happened it I did outperform the top 0.1% bucket, which is what it's all about for every sport. So you just got to get a little lucky. Let me just look at NFL while we're here. This is here for the baseball slate, right? You all watch the preview. Hmm. I think something might be a little wrong. I got to sharpen up my process. It's possible I just got a little unlucky, but that's too many bins really up there at the top for me to be calling that a lack of luck. Yeah, I'm underperforming 0.1 through 0.5 there. So I think I might need to tighten up my stack restrictions. Maybe limit my pool a bit. Okay, all right. <laughs> I don't need to learn this stuff on camera. I need to go over my past pool. We're doing review for you guys. <laughs> You're hopefully not hearing my child yelling so much in the background. So I love him, of course. Uh, all right, so yesterday, top pitchers were either blown up or not on the slate. It was terrible for the early slate. Um, all the leverage, I'm telling you, there's a reason I put leverage arms at the top of the uh, summary every day. My leverage arms calls are probably what the liens you should listen to from this show. Everything else I'm doing is defensive. The calls I'm making that are based on my gut, that are based on like me watching dudes are my leverage arms calls and my stat calls. So listen to those maybe more than the rest of my talk, which is, you know, because I like a narrative structure. I like to make sure I have filled out the slate for you. Um, okay. Same deal here. Spencer Strider pitched a pretty you know, awful game for him and still came up with 20 points. There's a reason why he's locked lock button at the top. Don't actually hit the lock button. I mean, if you're entering like 20, 100 lineups, don't hit lock button. Uh, but I mean, figuratively lock button. You do more than the field, even on chalk. Strider every time. I did the same thing with Kirby. I'll probably do it again against Detroit. Fine. It, it hurt me last night. Same thing with Lopez, but I at least added Senga to the player pool and... I pulled Hogan Harris once there was news he didn't start and he didn't play. So hopefully you did too. Um, otherwise, you took a zero. Okay. Always do that. Make sure your pitchers get confirmed. Like there was a, a change. They said there was an opener and it was Waltachuk or something. And that guy goes three innings. And I know they're going to do a whole bullpen game and it's not going to be that. They just changed their plan. So if you see something like that and they change their plan, you got to gotta know to pivot. 
I don't think I, if I had him in the write-up, I probably, I would have tweeted about it, but, or I should tweet about it, but otherwise, okay. So we got weather concerns today. You're going to have to check back with Kevin later. Oh, okay. Yeah. The Mets game, they moved the start time to exactly when he was saying earlier they needed to move it. So that one's out of the question or it's no longer in a problem. Actually, I think all the games as a result of that are not necessarily going to be a problem. Wow. Look at that. Look at that weather, Chicago, Atlanta. Okay. That's why those bats are like that. Go ahead and take that into account and dial back my C's to maybe more of a 15 and maybe more of a, maybe more of a, yeah, that's fine. Five to 15. I'm doing a hundred lineups today. Be a little bit more granular here. Play a few more pitchers than I would if I were playing 20. Um, just to keep some, yeah. What's the word? Uh, diversity, sim diversity. Yeah, I don't know about the San Diego Philly game. That's why, for those of you on the podcast, I am sitting here silent, which I'm, I know makes great radio. Um, but I don't really know what I'm going to do. Currently, I'm not crossing anybody out for you. That's what I'll say, and I'll give you my pitcher exposures and move on with the show. All right, so my pitchers I like. Studs I'm stuffing, Scherzer, Wheeler, Flaherty, Effort. Um, beyond that, the leverage arms, what I told you you should listen to the show for, for leans, are probably Bradish. Kikuchi and Bybee. Those are my three leverage arms right here at the bottom. These look like leverage, but they're not, I mean, I'm taking shots. Maybe after that weather forecast. Now I feel like the well, five to 15% chance cease just blanks him and throws 10 strikeouts. So I'm leaving that there because he could really be optimal in that case. Um, speaking of, do we have anybody that's high price? No, nope, they're, they're all low priced. Eflin is high priced. Yeah, I hadn't done price-adjusted value considerations, and Eflin's a little bit pricey, so that even if he got there, he might not be the optimal. Eh, I'm going to leave it. Yeah, I'll downgrade him like just slightly based on this to 17 to 34. Yeah, we're getting granular. We're getting granular. Probably meaningless. All right, so stack considerations for the day. Yes, in the small park, jam the teams. Cincinnati, Milwaukee, you should be heavy on them. They are the teams playing in the easy-to-score environment. Beyond that, we just talked about uh, the, the weather in the White Sox game, and that the, those teams are lower. Yeah, well, Atlanta's not. Okay, so I'm not fading. I mean, I guess I'm fading Tampa Bay. So I'm saying, is there weather in Tampa in Kansas City? There might not even – that game might not even play in between games. Yeah, so I don't know. I guess I'm fading Tampa Bay if we're talking about fades we're making today. Um, because I don't I don't see a particular reason. All I just named every team I think should score a bunch of points on this slate, and it was all of the teams right below Tampa Bay. So fading Tampa Bay, easy. Um, yeah, they shouldn't be projected for more runs. And besides that, yeah, that's typically what the uh, the optimizer gets to for the bigger tournaments. Anyway, it'll fade a big stack, like a highly owned stack that's expected to do well, but just a little better than others. I like that. All right, so then do we have, right, I put up my prize picks as well. So let's go over there. So I just played these plays. Hopefully you got on them. Um, probably a couple of them are going to be bumped. So if probably pause the video, go over there if you have an interest. I only played half a unit because this Chase Anderson play is kind of dicey. I think he's going to be a little bit hesitant to throw right at the big hitters for, for uh, the Yankees, but... You know, he, he has the control to not do the walks. I don't know. 
it's a little bit on the borderline. Every other play I thought was pretty solid, though. So uh, I would stick with those ones. I mean, huh. They probably shouldn't have let me take Chase Anderson and LeMahieu. You know, you're not supposed to be able to do pitchers versus opposing batters, I thought. But it went through, so hopefully they don't cancel it. It might not work for you. If it doesn't, uh, let's see. Did they get me some? It's been about half an hour. Do we have some more value? Mm. Nah, Corbin Carroll could get there. I don't like that. Mm. Yeah, I, mean, yeah. I still like that one as the best of the ones that are like like overruns. If you like overruns for Singer or Hauser, get there. That's Cincinnati in the small park. Okay, I'm, I'm not there. I'm not there for Singer. If you want them to get there for Hauser, that's fine. But it's just like. Yeah, that's 67's true odds. Fine, it's fine. I'm trying to push for 70% plus plays in terms of implied odds or what I think expected value is. Uh, just to give me give myself a little more wiggle room without being wrong. Um, all right, so I think that does it for today. Uh, yeah, and so just remember, you're good enough, you're strong enough, and gosh darn it, somebody's got to win that money. <laughs>